0: Hello and welcome to the Italian Threat Intel podcast for the week commencing the 15th of August 2022, this one following DEF CON slash Black Hat, so we'll definitely have a lot to discuss based on releases from those two events. A group of security researchers have discovered a series of vulnerabilities in Electron, the software underlying popular apps like Discord and Microsoft Teams, used by tens of millions of people the world over. Electron is a framework which allows developers to create desktop applications using the languages used to build websites, such as HTML5, CSS, and JavaScript. It's an open source project which has been used as the foundation for some extremely popular applications, with Electron itself being built on the open-source Chromium browser project, the basis of Google Chrome, as well as the Node.js JavaScript Runtime Framework, which is built on Chrome's V8 JavaScript engine, a significant source of Chrome security problem. It is not uncommon for developers to use other projects, frameworks, and libraries as building blocks for their projects. Building on proven code does make sense. It saves time, it's easier for others to get involved, and everyone benefits from all the layers of solved problems in the existing code base. The problem with building software on existing foundations provided by others is that its developer may not fully understand the security implications of certain decisions or configurations, and they may need to rebuild their own application whenever a security vulnerability is fixed in the software that they are building on top of, and then distribute that update to their users. Probably the most famous example of this in recent memory is Log4Shell, Log4Shell being a vulnerability which was found in Log4J, an open source logging library written in Java, which was developed by the Apache Software Foundation. Millions of applications use it, and some of them are enormously popular, such as iCloud, Steam, and Minecraft, to name a few. So the impact of the vulnerability was enormous, with the chances of applications harbouring out-of-date underpinnings as part of this software are high. And the reservoir known bugs that are fixed in, say, Chrome, but not yet fixed in Electron, or fixed in Electron but not yet fixed in an application built on top of Electron, is something that criminals and researchers can exploit. Namely, a group of researchers recently presented research into electron vulnerabilities at the Black Hat Security Conference, having done exactly that. For a peek into what they did and a look at how complicated modern bug hunting really is, lead researcher Sirius' explanation about how they went about finding a remote code execution or RCE vulnerability in Discord by chaining a new cross-site scripting vulnerability, a CSP bypass in Discord's out-of-date Chrome version, and an exploit for an existing V8 vulnerability In the case of this bug, the researchers found it could be exploited with nothing more than a malicious link to a video. With Microsoft Teams, the bug they found could be exploited by inviting a potential victim to a meeting. In both cases, if the targets clicked on the links that were offered, an attacker would have been able to take control of their machines. The most general and best advice in many cases is, of course, to avoid clicking on links which arrive in unexpected or unusual ways. In an ideal world, you would distrust them with the same vigor as links in your mailbox and on social media. However, this can be very difficult in practice because many of these applications require you to click on links as part of normal everyday operations to join meetings, accept invitations and so on. A more workable solution, however, suggested by the same researcher, is to use apps like Discord or Spotify inside your browser, because then you have a layer of protection offered by Chrome, which is much larger than the one provided by Electron, as you have control on whether it's up to date or not. Most of us, though, will simply stick to downloading our security updates and hoping that the people who make our software do so as well. Also off the back of the recent conferences, proof-of-concept exploit code for a critical stack-based buffer overflow vulnerability, tracked as CVE-2022-27255, with a CVSS score of 9.8, affecting network devices using Realtek's RTL system, was released online. This issue resides in the Realtek SDK for the open-source ECOS operating system, and it was discovered by researchers from cybersecurity firm Faraday Security, Based on the release on Realtek SDK-based routers, the SIP-ALG module is vulnerable to buffer overflow. The root cause of this vulnerability is insufficient validation on the received buffer and a number of unsafe calls. This module calls to copy some contents of SIP packets to a predefined fixed buffer and does not check the length of the copied contents. This vulnerability was originally reported to Realtek back in March 2022 and states that a remote attacker can exploit the vulnerability through a WAN interface by crafting arguments in SDP data or the SIP header to make a specific SIP packet, and the successful exploitation would cause a crash or achieve remote code execution. Millions of devices, including routers and access points, are exposed to this vulnerability. The experts in question disclosed technical details of the flaw at the DEF CON hacker conference last week. A remote attacker can reportedly exploit the flaw to execute arbitrary code without any authentication by sending to the vulnerable devices a specially crafted SIP packet with malicious SDP data. This issue is particularly dangerous because exploitation does not require any user interaction, a zero-click flaw. The proof-of-concept code developed by the experts works against Next Nebula 300-plus routers and other similar models. More information can be found alongside the release which was provided after the DEF CON presentation. Recently released figures have shown that hackers are increasingly moving towards hybrid forms of phishing, which combine email and voice social engineering calls as a way to breach corporate networks for ransomware and data extortion attacks. According to Agari's Quarter 2 2022 dataset, phishing volumes have only increased by 6% compared to Q1 2022. However, the use of hybrid phishing is seeing a massive 625% growth. Vishing, or voice phishing, involves some form of phone call to perform social engineering on the desired victim. Its hybrid form, called callback phishing, also includes an email beforehand, typically presenting the victim with a fake subscription or invoice notice. The recipient is advised to call the provided phone number in order to resolve any issues with the charge. But instead of a real customer support agent, the call is of course answered by the phishing actors. The scammers then offer to resolve the presented problem by tricking the victim into disclosing sensitive information or by installing remote desktop tools on their system. The threat actors can then freely connect to the victim's device remotely to install further backdoors or spread to other machines. These callback phishing attacks were first introduced by the Bazaar Call campaign back in March 2021 as a method to gain initial access to corporate networks as a platform for ransomware attacks. These attacks apparently worked so well that multiple ransomware and extortion gangs such as Quantum, Xeon and Silent have all adopted the same techniques to gain initial access to networks through unsuspecting employees. To quote the report, hybrid vishing attacks reached a six-quarter high in Q2, increasing 625% from quarter one. This threat type also contributed to 24.6% of the overall share of response-based threats. While this is the second quarter hybrid vishing attacks have declined in share due to the overall increase of response-based threats, vishing volume has steadily increased in count over the course of the year and we can only expect that that share will increase as time goes onwards and the technique proves successful. Thank you very much for listening to the Italian Threat Intel weekly podcast. Please do not hesitate to contact us should you wish to discuss any of the items outlined here and thank you very much for listening.